Good morning, Super Kicking with Stephen Fayez, your favorite host right here, the Greg One, Stephen A1181. Um, hopefully my voice makes it through, as you could tell. I am I think I've been <laughs> talking way too much over the past couple of days. Uh, I told you, Greg, I was uh helping with the robotics event yesterday at school all day, and then I was there till about seven the night before helping set up. So uh I'm exhausted, as you could probably tell. Uh, how are you doing though off a rumble royal rumble extravaganza hey i thought your voice was going from popping so much last night um yeah i mean good man um night say last night are reasons that i'm not completely off the reservation with wwe um you know this was the best pay-per-view or premium live event that they put on in a while so um you know props on them for last night it was awesome um so i'm still fired up after watching that last night it's awesome uh which is kind of interesting greg because i don't know if you've been scouring twitter but a lot of people kind of you know crapped on it uh one guy's like it's the worst since 2015 which i was like that's like seven years like i mean (laughs) you know that's not really a big gap but some people, you know, I, and I think we are, of course, in the um, that age of everything. We have to go to the extreme. Either it's the best of all time or it's the worst. There's no room yeah. in between. Um, so uh, we'll start. So here are the results for anybody who did miss it. Um, we'll start with the rumbles, Greg, because I have to do a – I'm not trying to pat myself too much on the back. <laughs> but – I called both winners, and I think I even went as far to say what number they would. I, I thought I called Brock for thirty, and I thought Ronda I said like twenty seven, twenty eight, um, which was where she ended up. Um, which one do you want to start with, Greg? I'll give you the choice. Uh, we'll start with the women. Yeah, the women's no NXT, which I I think that really says a lot. I think that. It kind of harkens back to the original days, Greg, because we, you know, we re- really never worried about NXT being involved with it until NXT really got on the, you know, was close to the same level. And now it's like we're cycling back to where they're truly treating NXT in its own landscape, in its own, you know, bubble, as it were. So the fact that we didn't get any, you know, and like we said, I mean, what we expected maybe two at the most maybe three if you know dakota raquel eo we're like those are the ones um yeah. and i guess going back to nxt stuff uh i know you love your girl oscar greg i'd like to see her team up with eo because eo kind of said i don't need friends on nxt but she is trying to be in the dusty mm-hmm. classic so that might be a good pairing there if they can do that and telling that maybe oscar wasn't on last night so um we had Molina there to surprise. I did not expect to see Molina um, looking a little more uh, filled out. Uh, she still looked good. You know, nothing, <laughs> not trying to say too much there, but um, <laughs> Sasha with her Sailor Moon cosplay that, as many people said, it will give men a little extra um, memory banks, as you can call it. Uh, especially right. when she did the, uh, the Molina move, and I was like, oh, my God, the internet men are going to keep this gif just for 
special use later on, I'm sure. So, um, <laughs> Bella twins looked okay. You know, I, I thought they might last a little bit longer, but I guess that's what I, and both, both rumbles had this whole, this kind of lack of not a lot of fanfare when it, you know, the eliminations happened. I don't know if they just weren't catching it or if, you know, they were so worried about the next person coming in and it was a long night. <laughs> like we said, pre, you know, the pandemic days, I kind of missed the two and a half hour, maybe three hour <laughs> pay-per-view. And last time we were, it was a four hour um, event to sit through. So uh, Rhonda makes sense, Greg. I mean, it sounds like it's going Rhonda Charlotte, but I think if you go Rhonda Charlotte or Rhonda Becky, that's going to close night one of WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. So when it came down to it, you had to pull your money, you know, your money maker. And we knew Rhonda was going to come back. I don't think Rhonda was going to be like, I'm done. I had a baby. I moved on. Um, really, I thought the best surprise was Sarah Logan. And I'm kind of thinking, I'm hoping that maybe her and Liv can get a tag team going, Greg, and, you know, hopefully get the tag team titles. Now, I don't know if Sarah Logan is full time, you know, or, you know, maybe she just came one off and saw if she wants to be back. Uh, there was a nice little digital exclusive with her and Liv, like real pure moment. I thought we kind of saw that. And that's the thing. That's always the best thing about the Rumble, Greg, is those pure unscripted moments that just kind of happen. But uh, Sarah Logan being back there was kind of nice to see. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, Sasha getting eliminated early. I mean, what, like top 15-ish? It seemed like she was gone right away. So I don't know. I was I was curious if she's all the way back. Maybe this was just a little like, we'll clear you, see where you're at. If we need to, you know, give you more time to, you know, rehab or whatever. And I saw a lot of people run with Bailey, Greg, and I'm like, well, Bailey is still legit posing her working out. Like, she wasn't mm -hmm. ready. <laughs> I mean, I hate saying it, but now her and Trish did have a nice um, copying each other's Twitter pictures. And I'm like, oh, my God, just give that to me. Uh, Trish and Bailey, <laughs> I think, for WrestleMania would be fun. Because um, then you could have Bailey starting to do the Charlotte route and maybe go uh, get some legends. So, you know, or Sasha Lita or Charlotte Lita. So. Um, I was, you know, like I said, I, I guess I'm going to be good on it cause I picked it, but at the same time, Rhonda just made the most sense because it's Rhonda. I mean, you had her back. You, you weren't going to have her loose. I mean, you know, it's like when she debuted, everybody thought she'd be in the rumble, but she just kind of showed up after. So you knew she had to get in to win one and she did it. So, you know, that's, that's kind of my take on it. Uh, what's your take on it? Yeah, a few things. Um, number one on the NXT thing, I, I wasn't happy about that because there are a lot more women who are deserving of being in that match and getting that exposure in the NXT level than Molina and Summer Kelly Ray Kelly. and Kelly Kelly and yeah. uh, Molly Holly. I mean, really... Um, you could have used that time that exposure so much better um and it really does define down the importance of nxt as a whole um so not not impressed with that and this is it was a moment to give those ladies you know that big spotlight before you call them up give them you know give them some familiarity so um i definitely was not happy at the choices in bringing all these uh legends or um, 
you know, Alicia the Fox. old guard back in. Right, Alicia Fox. Really, nobody cares about Alicia Fox. And, it, you know, it's, it was disappointing for me on that level um, as far as creating NXT in its own little universe as its own separate entity. You know, it's it's a very small and indistinct entity right now. I mean, after you branched off from the black and gold brand, it's all, you know, it's very minor league. So, um, and there, those women down there don't deserve that, you know, especially EO, Raquel, and Dakota, who really earned it. So yeah. uh, that was my, my biggest beef with the whole thing is that the women that they chose versus who they could have put in there and got that exposure. Um, and then there were some good moments in the match as far as, you know, the face-offs that we got to see, um, Charlotte and Lita. Um, and it, I, I had a problem with the whole Molly Holly thing, but the moment where her and um, Nikki Ash was entertaining for a second, and you wonder if that's going to go somewhere. Um, then Rhonda, I think we both decided or figured if Rhonda's in it, she's going to win it. And um, so it was nice hearing her music hit. And I was watching the crowd pop big for it. And so you know they're going to be behind it. And I think it's Becky, no brainer. Uh, Becky and Rhonda have a lot to settle because they were supposed to be one on one in uh, WrestleMania, uh, the WrestleMania that they triple or they main event it and uh so there's a lot of unresolved issue going on right there so i think it's going to be becky slam dunk with uh ronda um so overall aside from the whole nxt aspect i thought it was a great uh rumble um and uh i'm looking forward to seeing what ronda says and does when uh raw and smackdown hit because i'm They'll probably stretch it out for a couple weeks, you know, her popping up on both shows and uh, seeing where Rhonda is. So I love Rhonda and, you know, going all the way back to her MMA days. And uh, so it, it should be fun to see how far she's come because, you know, she's been training. Hopefully she's been working on her stick skills, too. And if she has, it's going to make everything that much better. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm hearing it's Ronda Charlotte, and then I would assume you'd have to do Becky and Bianca because they're still unresolved there. But, um, you know, like you said, I think either way you can't go wrong. I mean, because both of them have that beef. So um, how about the men's side? I'll let you kind of give your take first, and then I'll go from there. Uh, well, men, it was uh, definitely – I've got to give myself the chip on that one mm -hmm. um, with – the whole issue of putting uh, Brock and Lashley close to the Rumble. So when uh, Brock got screwed, you know, pissed off Brock gets into the Rumble and, and wins, and there's his payback. Um, I, I liked how they, how they did the whole thing uh, and the setup, because you have to go back to the, the whole uh, Les or uh, Lashley match and the turn and you know setting that all up so um uh, the men's rumble 
yeah, was good. I think maybe not as good as the the women's rumble was surprisingly, but uh, you know once uh, you know the conclusion with the uh, Lashley match happened, you pretty much knew what was going to happen with the uh, the men's rumble. So um, it was entertaining for what it was. Um, not many you know like big surprises. I know we the hype and everything went all crazy, and we were hoping for you know, the forbidden door to open wider and, you know, some, some different names pop up, you know, I, I heard Moose a lot over the week and, um, you know, some other indie guys, but, uh, that door didn't open on the men's side. So, um, yeah, I was gonna say, I think we had to see how the Mickey James stuff, like we said, if, if impact and, WWE can have some working relationship maybe down the road. We can uh, at least crack door, you know. And I guess some of you brought up Molina from NWA, which has mm -hmm. a, a working relationship with Impact. But um, how about uh, Kofi Kingston's botch? <laughs> I feel kind of bad because yeah. there's there's more going to happen. But, yeah, he couldn't catch himself. Yeah, that's that's a crazy spot to even attempt. Because it was um, pretty far. Like I felt, I felt like this is gonna mimic the John Morrison one, but John Morrison looked a lot closer than the Kofi one. I mean, that yeah. was a pretty good distance. And uh, we're all Greg. What about Big E? Uh, all right. I guess now we're going into the fridge <laughs> and taking out the forty. I mean, I mean there wasn't <laughs> even any. Like we said, you know, like you know. The elimination drew were just like, eh, like they didn't even, you know, they didn't really announce, you know, almost announce it like as anything. So, yeah, uh, I don't know where Big E go. And, you know, you, this gets into, so obviously we had to go Brock Roman, but on the Raw side of things, it's wide open. I mean, I yeah. don't know who the heck you're putting out there against Lashley. You know, I thought you could have done Big E. I mean, maybe if he has a run in the elimination chamber. Because that's probably what's going to happen. It'll probably be the elimination chamber will be the number one contender for um, Raw. I mean, do you maybe visit AJ Styles? You know, um, I maybe even Seth. Now that yeah. we got, do you think we got? This is kind of going back and forth, Greg. But Seth Rollins almost did a face turn. Do you think we get more of a a face side out of Seth after last night? Uh, not necessarily. Um, okay. I think I mean, I with, go ahead, sir. With, uh, heel versus heel with Seth and Roman that it ended up with Seth being more baby face just because of the mind games. Um, and by the end of the match, everybody was on Seth's side, yeah. but once you get back to raw and him, you know, going back to the same character, um he's gonna be the heel. Uh, because what I noticed was during the whole Lashley Lesnar match is that Lashley was representing himself more as a babyface. Um uh, I noticed him coming down the ramp and tagging hands with some of the fans who are along the entrance way. That's not a Lashley move. Yeah. Um, you know, he he worked more of a babyface style. Um and then the way it was being portrayed leading up to the match with 
Lesnar being disrespectful and um, off-putting of of Lashley, you know, it was reversing the roles and uh, Lesnar being more Lashley-ish and Lashley being more of the babyface, you know, I'll show him kind of thing. And um, so I think once it gets to the actual match that Lashley be more the babyface and Seth is going to be more of the conniving we, evil yeah. heel. If we get, I mean, but then again, we need Lashley as a heel. I feel like Lashley works so much better with MVP as a, you know, a voice. And I mean, I like we said, I think it's wide open. I mean, I don't know who you're going to throw out there against uh, Lashley right now. I mean, I just, you know, and because you feel like it's not going to close the night. I mean, like we said, the women's Ronda being in the main event is probably making sense. And Brock will be in the main event of night two. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, the, the shield, well, I guess we can kind of get into the Seth and Roman match, the shield entrance, um, you know, the mind games that he didn't tap out. I mean, he, he just, he passed out. So you can almost still revisit that in a way too. Cause technically Rollins got the win. Right. So even if you want to go down that road sometime, you know, I mean, would we put it past them maybe to put Seth in there against Brock and Roman and kind of revisit WrestleMania 31? And that this would be a legit triple threat match and you can have Seth work the baby, you know, almost the baby face to both those guys so they even look more dominant. And then you, you know, I don't know. It's, I can see it. I don't know if I, I don't care think for we'll it. Get it. Yeah. I mean, they need to be one on one. But yeah. At the same time, you just, I'm just throwing out ideas because it just seems like Seth has always involved himself with those two guys. So why not? Um, what about uh, Becky Lynch and Dewdrop? That was, the crowd was not into that, were they? And I, I mean, that yeah. felt like the heel versus heel aspect didn't work. Because nobody really knew who they should be siding with. I mean, you have you probably have more fans who mm-hmm. wanted to cheer Becky. And uh, I'm trying to think where I where was this this match was at? Was it after the women's rumble? Yes, I think so. Maybe that was it too. It started off that, with Seth and Roman, and then went to the women's rumble. Yeah, so maybe that kind of hurt it. But it felt like the crowd was just kind of like almost deflated. <laughs> I mean, you know, not deflated, but like didn't know which way to go with it. Is that maybe a fair assessment of it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was definitely less of a reaction that you want than you than it should have been. Uh, yeah. Because I was really impressed with this match. This was a really, really good match. Um, I wish they'd let him wrestle at this on Raw. Yeah. And uh, so good. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. They put, they made Dewdrop look super strong. Um, again, I got to give myself to Champa because they called the uh, the manhandle off of, of ropes and yeah. she couldn't you lift Dewdrop. Yeah. And that's how it ended. But the, the match was a great match. The way they worked it, the story they told, um, Dewdrop not being a pushover, 
and getting this close a couple times to actually getting the win. Um, it has some really good spots in it. Um, Becky doing the molly go round that popped me. That was a pretty cool looking move. And their chemistry together was just great. So yeah. it was a bummer that the fans weren't more into it uh, because it was one of the best matches of the night. And, uh, you know, we figured Becky was going to win, but, you know, this, this raises do drop stock uh, yeah. big time. It makes her, a, you know, a main event, um, you know, right below, right below that elite level, but being able to hang with the main event stars. It does make you wonder where Dewdrop goes, though, as well, because I'm not really sure where she'll fit, ne- you know, next. Because, um, like we said, if we're heading towards either Becky and Ronda or Becky and Bianca, I mean, it kind of leaves Dewdrop out, you know, does maybe she get Tamina, you know, some Hoss fight just to kind of give her that aspect that she can dominate somebody mm-hmm. of that size. You know, I know it's it's probably almost a pre-show style match, but hey, we got two nights of WrestleMania, so you might be able to squeeze it in, you know, something or maybe a, a dominant run in the Elimination Chamber and then maybe, you know, yeah. loses at the end or something like that. So. Um, hey, yeah. that wasn't yeah. a uh, do drop match. That was a Piper Niven match. That looked yeah. like yeah. old uh, WWE UK or NXT UK yeah. uh, Piper Niven match right there. That was, you know, super solid. And and they she, both wanted it. So that yeah. helps. But like I yeah. said, I, I don't know if maybe next time, if maybe more, you know, the defined roles, like who is face and heel would help it or not. But um it did seem like the crowd was just kind of like not knowing, <laughs> not knowing what to do with it. Unfortunately, you know, just watching it for what it was. Yeah. So, um, we talked about Lashley beating Brock Lesnar. Uh, Roman gets involved. Paul Heyman gets involved. So now we ultimately have to keep Paul Heyman with Roman, right? We can't. <laughs> we can't keep flip flopping <laughs> him. Can I mean, I guess we can, but it's it'll probably get tiresome after a while. Like. You know, this probably has to be Roman and Heyman together. And maybe, like you said, they can call up Solo. Maybe Heyman can use his wiles to do that. Or, like we said, well, even Naomi eliminates Sonya. That kind of, that, it's over with them, isn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, I guess she did, she did cause the elimination on Naomi, though. So maybe there's still a brief. But you've already had the match where Naomi won. You yep. had to eliminate her. I don't know. I don't. I guess it depends if they put some sort of stipulation, like Naomi loses, she's out, or something like that. And then maybe Heyman tries to work her back. Um, but, but we probably need some. We need some threat to it with Naomi yeah. and Sonya next match. So, um, but Roman and Heyman. I mean, I still remember that cliffhanger where they just showed Heyman in the back of Roman, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> and that pairing, like, who would have thought? I mean, it's done wonders for Roman's career. Like, who, you know, it really, I mean, what, 515 days now or 520 days now. So um, I guess that's the thing, though. Does Brock beat Roman at Mania? And is that really what we want? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's it was uh, 
very very good storytelling and you know yeah. props to them for for all that um the the turn was you know unexpected yeah um we saw it as a, as a possibility but but it really happened um so you know great storytelling by them um loved the lastly and lesnar match and this with this ending you know, Brock doesn't lose anything. Lastly, gets escalated up to, you know, back up the champ. And then you fill in some more plot holes with, uh, you know, what's going to happen with Heyman, what's going to happen with Roman, and advancing the Brock versus Roman uh, storyline, which in the end is what we all want. Um, so, you know, you're defining roles and, you know, setting all the dominoes up uh, on the way to WrestleMania. So I was, you know, impressed with everything they did with it. Um, it leaves some a couple layers to still be told, especially with the uh, whole Seth angle and, um, you know, stuff like that. But it was it was a great moment there with with the storytelling and the turn and um, the 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 crowd definitely you know popped big when Heyman handed that title to Roman um, and that's you know if it had been bullied off of him it would have wouldn't had the impact so with Paul just handing it to him with that you know weaselly smile on his face you know. You know, we knew that this was a planned thing. So, um, once the ref know. bump happened, you knew something had to like, and yeah. that's I'm like, oh man, they might pull the trigger on Solo coming out because you wouldn't have to disguise him. You just have him straight up, you know, uh, right? And even if you had, you know, Roman out there helping Solo or so, but um, so right now, Greg Brock over Roman at Mania, I think. Yeah, it's, I mean it's it is tough. Like, yeah, I mean the uh, it would make sense to pay it off there, um, but <laughs> it's Brock again getting another title reign, right? And you know Roman in chase mode, and then how is that set up for you know next year's Mania and The Rock? So, um. But the way the storyline's playing out, you know, Brock's got to get over on Roman at some point. So, um, you know, maybe it's going to be the best place to do that, especially if, you know, Roman's getting the upper hand, you know, at every turn as he has so far. So, um, yeah, I think Brock is going to find a way to win. And, you know, they have plenty of time to, you know, keep this whole bloodline versus you know the b storyline going uh because it's just still super juicy especially with you know the turn of Heyman again so um you know you can keep you know getting juice out of that squeeze for a while so um the, the, you can tell the creative resources are all his on deck with uh, the bloodline storyline i guess now we know we'd why they haven't taken Roman or uh, Heyman off the t-shirts yet. Yeah. So, um, cause I was always curious about that once, uh, 
Heyman went with Lesnar. It's like they haven't taken him off the T-shirts. Maybe it's a collector's item, but uh, now we know why. So it's uh, going to be fun to watch, you know, on the road to WrestleMania and see how it pays off at the end. Yeah, because, I mean, ultimately it feels like a face should overcome Roman, you know, like a up and cut, you know. I mean, I guess it could be Seth in a way because Seth has always had his number, but, um, you know, it, it's interesting. So, uh, And then um, Edge and Beth Phoenix defeated the Miz and Maurice. I was completely wrong on that, so I'll, I'll take the L on that. But And you predicted that one right. Is this the end of Edge and Miz feud? Yeah, the way it ended, I think that's it. There's no more story to tell with that. It's nice, uh, you know. Yep. So, um, I mean, I you know, technically, could you have the Miz come out and say, "Well, you can't beat me by," well, no, Edge already beat him. Did yeah, Edge already beat the Miz one on one. So yeah, yeah, you would think this would be the end of the line of that. So, um, not sure where Edge goes for. I mean, I get. Has Edge faced Lashley? Could we get Edge? I mean, I guess that's a part, you know, that's... I can't remember if we've had that one-on-one yet. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) You know, it could be something worth exploring. I mean, people love Edge, so... I mean, I'd almost want Edge to overcome Lashley just to give Edge one line and run, but... um, Yeah, it would be interesting to see if that would play out, so... Oh, and we didn't even mention uh, Drew McIntyre returned in the Rumble, Greg, which I thought was very surprising because he was unlist, you know, un, uh, undetermined timetable. So, I mean, he looked good. You know, I think he came in 20th, it was. Yeah, so he about then. Work, you know, like 20-some minutes, and, I mean, he was the last two. I kind of thought they might revisit the Drew winning just because I keep saying, and I know it – it's probably the ship is probably way out in the sea now, but I would love to see Drew kind of get that WrestleMania moment with, uh, you know, especially a crowd like Dallas where it's going to be a hundred thousand people. I feel like they mm-hmm. would finally give him that, you know, love. So, you know, he kind of <laughs> in the pandemic era, I mean, he carried the show so much too. So you would think, Hey, you know, Oh, and uh, we've got Shayna Mack um, taking out <laughs> Kevin Owens. So, are we getting Shane O'Mac and Kevin Owens too? Uh, we could. I mean, what? No, uh, <laughs> if there's a uh, man on the screen, it's going to do something. So, yeah. um, very telling that he ended up going in there and taking out KO. So, um, and Bad Bunny. Sorry, I didn't even mention Bad Bad Bunny was one of the last four, wasn't he? Our last five. Yeah, he was. He and really out. impressed by him. Um, yeah. He got some good stuff in. You know, Destroyer was awesome. Um, Hit it on Riddle. Right. He, he was very, you know, crafty. And, you know, he looked, you know, slick, smooth with his, uh, Do with his work. Do you think Bad Bunny a one-on-one match for Mania this year? Just to kind of get that celebrity involvement? And, mm. and Well, he's got all the international fame. I feel like they might milk the... Milk the the tea, as they say, as much <laughs> as they can, because I mean they put him in the rumble, so I don't know. Right. I don't know where he fits. Like, there's no, you know. Well, that's the thing. There's there's too much, um, 
there's too many more, you know, matches that are more deserving to go in there. I mean, this may be his, you know, WrestleMania moment as it is because that could be, yeah. Um, Especially if he's going on tour. Exactly. He's about to go on tour and do like the you know, biggest a uh, huge stadium tour. So this may World be Wild his Wild WrestleMania. Wild. Yeah. So this is probably his WrestleMania season moment. And he can just go on that. So I don't think he's gonna have a whole an individual match yeah. or gonna be on the WrestleMania card at all unless it's to sing a song or something. Um, that's really all I got on the rumble takes. Is did you have any other rumble takes overall? I know. Uh, yeah, I didn't, go ahead, sorry. I didn't give you my uh, Seth and Roman uh, breakdown. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. In the sense that uh, I, I thought it was definitely the best match of the night. Yeah. Um, the story I told was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Seth coming out to the Shield music was amazing. You, you know, giving the little flashback with the uh the best on and doing the whole thing it was awesome and the plus the fact that he controlled three quarters of the match uh from an offensive standpoint and the way he did it was super impressive uh yeah even you know selling it roman looked like it looked awesome um was really impressed with the match they laid out and it was you know brilliant the the you know from you know start to finish um and then you know speaking of that finish roman just losing his cool and uh choking out seth you know after the bell getting disqualified you know it furthers what seth was saying that you know you can't beat me and there's definitely a place to go back to that and um, the chair shot like exactly in the same spot too like yeah but man um, if there was ever a time greg that we could have opened up that door if we could yeah. have heard like you know like the old I, I was waiting for it i was waiting for it and hoping that was going to happen um you know we didn't get it but you I got mean, i get it but the man that place would have oh yeah come unglued as michael cole would have said <laughs> Yeah, so there, there would have been nowhere to go but down after that, though. That's true. I mean, yeah, you would have almost had to end the night on it. But yeah. Um, um, oh, by the way, what about Seth's uh, receipt on Roman? Roman had a nice little welt from uh, Seth there. I don't know, it was a hard elbow or something? But uh, yeah, Roman had a nice little welt form in there. Yeah, he did. So, and you know, the chair beat down at the end was was yeah. great. It's going to be fuel for a more evil Seth. Uh, down the road, so uh, I was happy with how the whole match played out. You know, it was great storytelling. It was both of the guys looked amazing, and you know, hands down, the best match of the night. So um, again, like I said, it was the best pay per view that they put on in a while. You know, top to bottom, um, I take out the Edge and Miz match, and this was, you know four and a half stars in my book. Well, I, you know, the placement of that match, obviously you knew it was going to be like a, a, a breather <laughs> before yeah. the rumble. So, which, you know, is fine. I mean, they got the main event slot on, you know, Monday night raw. So um, it still showed it had importance, but um, yeah. Uh, I mean, in 
nice for Edge and Beth to have that moment. I mean, they'll, you know, like they always say, you'll be able to share that with those kids. And that was, that's kind of the thing about the women's rumble, Greg. Like it was crazy to think at one time there was what, like five or six <laughs> moms in there. Like who would have ever thought, right. <laughs> you know, we're just so, and I guess maybe we just never know just because social media, like it's still hard for me to believe that Tamina is a mom. Like people mentioned she has a kid and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, um, but I think you had the Bella twins, you had Sarah Logan, I thought you had Rhonda in there at some, you know, like all together. Right. I mean, uh, maybe Mickey was in there at the time, but I could be wrong. Uh, but and, yeah, it was just kind of, go ahead. And letting, you know, Mickey come out with her in championship, um, song. you know, props to them for doing that and recognizing it during the show. Right. Um, Get, letting her have the full treatment and then she was in there for maybe what 10 15 minutes so you know not having her come in and get immediately thrown out and you know shows she's champion you know and given an impact some shine on their show so uh props to them for doing that make you look good have some good spots um also michelle mccool um i was well, impressed with her work good. too yeah she looked great and I uh, heard on an interview where her daughter gets uh, Charlotte confused with her. <laughs> she looks at Charlotte on the screen and goes, hey, Mommy. It's going, no, <laughs> Mommy's here. And and when I saw it, I was like, yeah, you can't see that. They they look very similar and have the kind of same style. So, you know, that would be a fun match to see at some point. Yeah. Uh, and then I brought up um, just talking with my family. I'm like, man, Kelly, Kelly doesn't even look like, like – if he told me that was Kelly Kelly, Greg, I'd be like, who? Like, she doesn't look, <laughs> right. I don't know what she's had done, but I think she's had everything done. So, yeah, she um, definitely looks Ivory. Different. Oh, we didn't even mention Ivory coming on to write to censor and getting her little 15 seconds of fame. And yeah, uh, if there's ever a time for right to censor, though, Greg, 2022 oh, yeah. is kind of it. <laughs> I mean, I, I think they would, you know, be that. I mean, it's almost like the Joe Gacy type, like, interesting i it'd be really interesting to kind of pull them off and see how how they would do in today's culture but um yeah so like you said i think the women's rumble probably had a little more oomph to it than the men's um just with all that was going on and um you know and plus like the men's we just had so many tag teams in there that we didn't need and not even getting you know and like i thought maybe montez ford might get a little more run he was out pretty quickly and Riddle and Orton, you know, were out. Uh, well, Orton was towards the end, but you know, Riddle got to had to hit. The, got to get the bad bunny spot, I guess. That's good for him. But um, and the springboard uh, RKO was pretty awesome, though. Yeah, it was. Where, yeah, uh, off of Otis or yeah, I think it was Otis. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. So, um, well, that's all we real. That's all I really got today. We will. Get caught back up on AEW next week. Um, I've just been lacking on Rampage. It's hard for me to keep up with Greg because of, you know, <laughs> Friday night and you're uh, just so busy sometimes. And um, so we'll get – but I do have one prediction for the year already done, Greg, because Dan Housen is officially AEW. And that was one of my New Year's predictions, I believe. 
Yep, I very true. Sign, um, I said he would sign with someone. <laughs> I assumed it was going to be AW, and he showed up at Beach Break. Um, uh, Orange Cassidy picks up the win right over. Yeah, um, yeah. Great match too. Um, but Orange and you know the lights out with Adam Cole. Great match. Love the finish. Um, I am uh, out to lunch on Dan House, and I don't know who he is. I heard him on a. Uh, Pike or Jericho's podcast, but that's the only thing I know about him. I, he lives the gimmick. Is, I know that much. <laughs> it's the first time I've seen what he looks like, so I've heard the name before, but I have no idea what he does, how he. I've yet to see his in-ring work, Greg, personally, but I've mm-hmm. kept on the social media aspect of him, and he's got his own YouTube channel. He does unboxing stuff, and he's in the he's in the gimmick. I mean, he's like all in, so. Uh, and then real quick, what about MJF and Jer- or, uh, CM Punk? Does that actually happen in Chicago, or does some shenanigans happen? Well, we can break I up. Think, that, uh, that I was, think I think it will happen just because. Yeah, uh, MJF. It, you know, this match is going to happen. You know, what better place to humiliate Punk than in his hometown? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I think the match actually does happen. Uh, does he get the win? Uh, not so sure about that. Um, Maybe DQ or something like DQ Punk win that keeps him still, right? Fresh. But I think and we does, do get a solid match, though. Does Wardlow turn officially in like at some point in that match, or are we still going to wait on the Wardlow turn till later? Uh, a little bit more, a little bit later. Not yet. Okay. Um, I, we're seeing some increased resistance as far and as that's what I'm wondering. being the henchman. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you're seeing his uh, moral side starting to show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just in the last, uh, this past week's beatdown on Punk, that Wartlow just kind of stood off in the corner and was not an active participant in it until he was called to be a participant in it. So um, he's slowly pulling away from him. So I think a few more weeks before the full blown turn happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So there's some quick <laughs> AW talk for your, for your taste real quick. Um, no Gargano. He did tweet out Greg saying, you know, I heard you all and yep. you know, don't worry. Uh, you know, I'm coming when I come, you know, and of course people are all, you know, very, you know, uh, understanding, um, which is probably too close with Candace being pregnant. You know, I'm, I think she's due anytime. So it's like, it would be tough, you know, yeah. especially if you don't know what your future, you know, I don't know if they'll sign a, you know, short-term deal just to kind of see where things are at, but uh, uh, hopefully we'll hear some of them on that. So, uh, yeah. well, We'll uh we'll do our quick ram plugs real quick because I want to make sure we pay the bills. Then we'll close up the shop right after this. So we'll just give you a quick few commercial breaks and then uh get maybe we'll do some NFL predictions real quick before we uh call off the show. That will be our last call for the evening or the day.
is up, everybody? It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering, if you're ready to buy or sell that home, now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. Call Greg. So your NFL conference championship predictions. Who are you going with? Bengals and Chiefs, and then Rams and 49ers. I am going to take the Bengals. Okay. And I'm going to take the Rams. So for the second absolutely for the second year in a row, we get a team playing in our home stadium in the Super Bowl. So and uh, I'm glad to call my shot now that the Rams are going to take the whole thing. Um, I'm an ASC guy to to the end, but uh, this one, I think uh, the Rams are going to take it. And part of me wants to see Stafford win after the uh, the career he's had <laughs> and playing on the disastrous teams he's the had to play for. he was in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So um, it, that would be crazy, too, if the Rams, you know, like here we've never had any home teams play in their home, the Super Bowl. Now we could have back-to-back. I mean, who would have thought? So I, I think I'm going to move the same. It just feels like all the money, like all the karma is on the Bengals for once. Uh, hopefully they do not, whether it's the old term, bungle this up. And that's probably <laughs> the thing, Greg, we probably just jinx them. But it feels like a lot of people um, are calling for the, the Chiefs. And like you said, I mean, the Rams are, I mean, they, they were all in. You know, what they signed um, Odell, they signed Von Miller halfway yep. through the season or traded for him or whatever they did. Um, yeah. I mean, this is, who knows what they do next, you know. With all you know, all these contracts, you can't keep everybody, as we always say. So who knows what they do after the fact? But like you said, you probably need to pick up the win now and make it all worth it. So, um, yeah, you know, and they're taking the Bengals lightly because you know they think the Chiefs are going to roll, but they forget the fact that the Bengals already beat the Chiefs this season. Yeah. So there's there's that too. They had that familiarity, and you know Burrow did work in that game. So yeah. Um, you know, don't sleep on the Bengals, and I think people are still still are going to, and they're going to be surprised by the end of this game. And uh, I guess the last last call is Tom Brady retired. Hey, 
Bye, Tom. Bye, Felicia. He hasn't said it yet. So (laughs) knowing him, Greg, I feel like out of spite, he'll just come back because he didn't get to do that. You know, like they say, he's not controlling the message. So would we really put it past him to just be like, F it, I'm coming back. Like he could do the old Michael Jordan, like the fax machine thing and say, I'm back probably. (laughs) And, you know, get all the, and then, you know, make it all about him. You know, like A-Rod, and uh, it seems like baseball is really big on the um, retirement tours. You know, it's, you yeah. know I, I think, you know, NBA's done it a couple of times. You know, uh, Vince Carter, I thought maybe, well, no, Tim Duncan retired after. The, Tim Duncan did the most low-key <laughs> retiring ever, and then you see Tim Duncan <laughs> out, and I'm like, that's Tim Duncan? Like, that is the one thing, though, Greg. If Tom Brady retires, I want to see him just scarf down a box of um, double-stuffed Oreos, and you know some pizza with all the cheese and all the oil and grease on it and you know look like a fat ass at some point but that would probably never happen so <laughs> anyway so we'll see what his official his his team um has not officially said anything but apparently other people are running with it uh tom brady senior said he has not retired greg since you know we need dads speaking up for their kids sure. Um, I'm really starting to get uh, annoyed with that. <laughs> you got a 44 year old guy, man who's like, you know, can <laughs> right. see, you know, and then anyway. So, uh, but anyways, thank you for watching this special edition of Super Kick with Steven. Um, we were happy to kind of give our quick takes and instant reaction on, uh, I started to say WrestleMania, on Royal Rumble as we head into the road to WrestleMania. Next month, we'll, uh, talk up the Saudi Arabia show and uh, that should be interesting to kind of see how they pull off the elimination chamber there. And then we'll be hitting the road or we'll hit the road for WrestleMania two nights in Dallas. So um, good stuff coming down the pipeline. We got revolution coming in March for a W uh, yeah, just some good stuff. We got vengeance day for NXT and this is the real fun time of the year. You know, all the, all the big shows are all the wrestling companies put on their best shows. So, yeah. Uh, thank you for watching. Talk to you guys later. Have a good rest of your Sunday and enjoy the conference championships today. Peace.